0: What about you, Alec? You gonna on that too?
1: Well, I
0: could. <laughs> It's fan service,
1: it's fan service.
0: Welcome to the What's Our Verdict Podcast where we fashion ourselves television and Jerry. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host Alec Burgess. Let's get it. And at this point, just our co-host Dalton Bieber.
2: It'll get better before it gets worse.
0: That's right. Got the catchphrase and everything. I love it. Um, yeah, we're here to finish up the chat about uh, Obi Wan season one. I say season one with all the hope in the world that there will be a season two. I certainly yeah. hope there will not be a season two. <laughs> no, no, no I, I, I hope there will be, and I'll tell you why. There's a very specific reason why. Okay, this season I have railed on the haters i've given people shit because i just love star wars but there's no denying that this season had issues right there was some weird shit with the story there were some weird but they've set this up they've they've answered all the major questions that we have right they filled in some weird dialogue they've set up some their their major plot hole with leia from episode four because we knew that was coming because yeah, the, the the whole message to him in Episode 4 just seems really weird now. But that's okay. I can live with that. <clears throat> but what they've done is, is they've separated. They've set it up to where we can have more Obi-Wan stories without Vader. Without current Vader. Let me say that. Without, I want more flashbacks. And, and, and they've opened up an opportunity to have him learn from his mistakes, right? He's moved on from where he was at he's 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 gotten closure on the whole anakin vader thing i'm ready for now to see stories that don't involve vader now right let us have obi-wan doing things and new stories for obi-wan in those next 10 years right that's why i want a season two because they've laid that out as a possibility now I'm sure that they won't be smart and they'll do a season two and they'll bring Vader back into it and it'll be a mess. But I, I want them to do it right. And to me, that's what would be doing it right is take Vader out of it. You set it up to where they will not meet again till episode four. It's perfect. So now move on. But overall, I loved this episode specifically had a great time with it. But I want to hear
1: Alex beef because he's got I hated so many things. Um, So one of the biggest problems I had with this was actually during the fight scene, because you have this moment where Obi-Wan says a line that he doesn't need to say. It's him or me this time. We know it's not him or me this time because they meet in episode four. But he says it's it's me or him this time. Then he proceeds to rail on Vader beats the ever-living shiitake mushrooms out of him. (laughs) And then because they can't have this him-or-me moment, he leaves him. Like, bro. And this is the problem, is because they wanted this big, epic fight scene. They wanted this big, epic fight scene where we get to see Obi-Wan because that's what sells. That's what people want. Oh, you're breaking up so bad right now. That's what people Uh, want. Yeah, they want me to break up. Yeah, so that's what people want. <laughs> they want this big whole story. My computer is even out to get me this time. That's right. Um, but they 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 want this, you know, this epic fight, but it doesn't line up with the story. And so now you have this problem where Obi-Wan makes the same exact mistake he did at the end of Revenge of the Sith, leaves Anakin alive to continue his one-man crusade against any remaining Jedi, any remaining Light Force users, and it does not make sense. But it has to fit with the story, which is why I was so happy at the end of Episode 5, where Obi-Wan beats Vader with tactics. He's still the master. It still lines up with Episode 4 and that line during their duel, and it fits now you just have obi-wan completely you know mess up vader and then walk away again he's done it twice just had the opportunity to end it and it's because they have to line up with the original trilogy and so i didn't need that epic fight scene it was cool don't get me wrong it Mm was awesome (laughs) but could have done without it because now i'm just sitting there going really he just walks away after putting vader essentially halfway into the body bag And just turns around okay i'm good i got that out of my system
0: like what in the world (laughs) all right fair enough hey it's a fair perspective i will not i will not rail against it i will give my opinion against it here in a
2: moment but dalton what did you think of this episode buddy uh i think the episode was i thought i personally liked it i thought the fight scene was badass i we finally got to see obi-wan the obi-wan kenobi and I just want to go against Alec. He's on this side of my screen. I want to go against Alec. I feel like, I mean, it's one thing. I, like, I do it all the time. I say I'm going to do one thing. I do another thing, you know? So I don't think it's too big of a deal that he said it's either him or me. I guess it, I guess in storytelling, it's not the greatest, but kind of reflecting on what I just said. But anyway, <laughs> going on with my point, I just feel like that just makes Obi-Wan more of a Jedi. Because like, if he was to kill him in combat, that's one thing but when anakin or vaders they're helpless the jedi way is not going to kill him right then and there in cold blood so and obviously they don't crave revenge so he didn't want to get revenge on vader for killing anakin which by the way that whole scene like just oh. vader with the awe oh. like it it Wrecked it me. kind of it mirrors the uh, so, uh, the ahsoka vader battle and rebels mm-hmm. but it was still like just flawless and Hayden Christensen did such a great job oh. just being like, I killed Anakin with such an evil voice, an evil eye. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. But that that's why I didn't mind Obi-Wan, because obviously he couldn't have killed Vader. But I kind of liked how they ended it, because obviously the Jedi ways not to get revenge, not to kill in cold blood. I think that made Obi-Wan more of a Jedi, I guess, yeah, more of a Jedi. <laughs> I, I don't know where I was going with that, but... But that's my argument towards Alec.
0: There are no more Jedi. (laughs) They were all killed. (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to throw my really deep cut nerd shit in here. See, this to me was so I got to take you back to and let's talk about Qui-Gon. Shout out for the huge spoiler that he showed up because nobody saw that shit coming. (laughs) But but I'm glad they did it because it needed to happen. Right. But I thought it was really cool that they got. uh, Yeah, it was great. So both of the big cameos in this were fantastically placed, and and I loved it. So the thing with Qui-Gon was he was always on the verge of becoming what a, a lot of nerds, and you, I'm sure you've heard it, becoming like a gray Jedi, meaning he understood, and that's why he was never on the council. They had that really shitty throwaway line in episode one that he was, you know, if you... You gotten if you conformed more, you'd already be on the Jedi Council. It was the fun uncle. Yeah, he w- yeah, because he understood that there was no way to the the Jedi had become as bad as the Sith in the inverse, right? They were just so beholden to their ways because it had worked for so long that it was actually a negative thing. Um and he understood that and this moment that was really interesting to me to watch was, um, oh, hang on, we got a comment. Yeah, live, Kyle, live. That's my, that's my good buddy, Kyle. We're live. Um, yeah, the interesting thing to me was is this was really kind of that moment where. Obi-Wan has he understands now and he becomes more aligned with that in that fight because you kind of watch him go through he did some dastardly shit at the end of episode 5 right like that's some dark side shit i'm going to use her to lure him in and whatever happens to her be damned right so um, but i'm going to get away with leia and then in this one he was really leaning into that light side stuff right until he leaned into the i'm it's either him or me right we're one of us is going to die And then he gets down in this hole and he realizes I need attachments. These attachments are what give me my power now, but I also need to do the right thing. And so when he, that's why he was even more powerful in this moment than we ever saw him in any of the trilogies, right? Because he now is embracing that passion that comes with attachments and, and people and, you know, even leaning into the dark side here and there on occasion. So It was kind of fun for me to watch Obi-Wan come full circle. So to kind of your point, Dalton, when he comes up, first of all, the moment when he like lays into Vader and then all of a sudden he raises his arms and like all of the boulders and rocks just go up like it's nothing. Dude, I'm getting chills just talking about it because we've never seen him do anything even remotely like that. Right. And then he just, but then at the end of it for me, it was about, he has this moment where he realizes Anakin is no longer at least for him right we know that's not the case at the end but that moment where he apologizes and then he has this understanding that Anakin's gone this is just Vader and then that awesome line to tie in where he calls him Darth I loved that because it tied it in to the episode four and it was it was it was completing a plot hole from that episode four created right but I loved it because it was fan service and it was great for me But to me, that's what happens, right? He's become, he's embraced both sides of the force. So yes, it's the most Jedi thing to just go, look, I've defeated him. He's the most miserable dude I know right now because of who he has become. And he just confirmed it. I'm going to walk away and I'll figure it out because he can't beat me. He cannot beat me. That was the moment that he realized he'll never defeat me because he just won't. And he still doesn't. In episode four, he lets him win. So in the worst lightsaber battle ever created. Fine. I'll give
1: you your point. But (laughs) the most merciful thing to do would be to put him out of his misery. But you can't because. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, understood. Yeah. I mean, obviously you, you yeah. you're pigeonholed right yes <laughs> but we don't have, is, we don't didn't have need it <laughs> sure but we don't have episode six without it like oh, nothing they could have done would have would have been as good as what they did in episode six so no
1: yeah uh i'm gonna make myself the most hated person on the internet oh, Ready for this boy. jj yeah. i hated when he cut off vader's helmet now it was very cool visually But I hated it because it was fan service straight from Rebels. Oh, for sure. And in Rebels, it makes so much sense because Ahsoka does not know that Vader is Anakin. Sure. And it is only when she cuts his helmet and she sees inside that, oh, shoot, this is Anakin. Yeah. Obi-Wan already knows that. Obi-Wan doesn't need it. It's just to show that cool moment where Hayden Christensen's eyes go from blue to orange or blue to yellow. Yep. Hey, you
0: have an agreeer. Look, yeah, got a on YouTube here, you, stole it from Kyle. Ahsoka. Yeah, Kyle knows. Hey, and as Alec and it knows, was cool. as oh, it was way cool. But as Alec knows, Ahsoka's my in my top five. He used that against me. And you're welcome, TikTok. Which I would have never sent you that list if I had known <laughs> what you're gonna do with that shit, you bastard. <laughs> It's a great TikTok, by the way. But yeah, he stole it. He absolutely stole that moment. And I'm with you. I I won't disagree with you. I would have rather him stayed, I don't know. It's hard to say because I loved the voice in and out. Like And it was a cool scene, but I was going, Are you kidding me? Like really? Like
1: Vader didn't upgrade his helmet and Ahsoka cut it open in the same exact spot, just on the other side. Like, did he just replace half his helmet, didn't bother straighten it up a little bit? Like, oh hey, I didn't know this could happen. This should be something that I get fixed.
0: Yeah, they should have done it a little differently, having the mask partially off or off, or however you're gonna do it. I'm with you there. I agree. Because it, it did feel like just a complete rehash. Yeah, write
2: that shit down, Alec. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm 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 against you guys. I I mean, I think it probably was fan service. It probably was a coffee cap from Ahsoka, but I personally I personally liked it i thought it made the scene more poetic and more emotional i feel oh,
0: yeah i don't want to disagree with you either dalton because i agree that it needed to happen mm-hmm. i just wish they would have kind of done it a little different yeah we, we needed to have that that juxtaposition of vader versus anakin in that moment right so you have to have hayden christensen's voice because there was nothing more powerful to me than when he you could hear it was hayden christensen it was anakin and then that little moment randomly where that Vader, that vocoder would come in and change to Vader's voice. Like it was just so cool. So they needed to do it that way. And I don't begrudge them how they, cause it was very powerful, but I wish just have the bottom half of the mask come off. Right. Or have the whole flipping thing come off. That's my other thing. Like he can live without it for a time so get rid of the mask altogether cuz i think that would have been even more powerful or the like he was in in jedi where it's just that bottom half you know what i mean that could have been really cool but i'm with you but it, they did it and i loved it like i was all emotional and goosebumpy and it was awesome i will say the g- greatest line is the i'm sorry for all of it from obi-wan like watching yeah, Ewan McGregor, man, I'm so glad they picked him to play Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. back in the day because that was dope. That was dope. Um. Yeah, let me get this monkey off my back. I could have done without any of the third sister crap. Oh, my gosh. Yes. What a waste of what could have been a very cool character I, and I was so confused the first three episodes with her. I was okay with four and five with her. And I was thinking they were going to finish strong with her. And then they just shit all over her story at the end. It was a waste. It was a waste.
1: She got this is, this worked is by so- Disney difference.
0: Uh, it, it, sure. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was terrible because that she gets beat and yes, she's injured. Poo poo on that. She's, She gets beat by a couple of moisture farmers.
1: (laughs) So this was actually my favorite part because I was pulled out of the show at this point. But holy smokes. uh, Ant Baru Baru. Yeah, Baru. I have a totally different perspective on episode four now. She was not murdered in cold blood. She was out there say hello to my little friend to the (laughs) stormtroopers, and those stormtroopers acted in self-defense, bro. I
0: love that because you're not wrong. Like, (laughs) like, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh.
1: But I was like, I was like, at first I was like, really? It's just gonna be the two of you, and Owen's got a bum leg. Like, this is gonna go real well. And yeah. then she just starts pulling out weapons. I was like, OK, you know, now now it makes sense. Episode four. Those store did not know what they were walking into on their routine moisture farmer check. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I will say I am annoyed at the nerfing of lightsabers. In this show, mm-hmm. in The Mandalorian, where lightsabers now, I mean, Owen had that rod pole thing and he was like, eh, quarterstaffing it against reva and her lightsaber for the longest time oh she never hit it
0: with the blade though
1: yeah but that was but again that would be the first thing you do in the prequels you hit that thing and i was like "Ah." and i mean there was a couple times where obi-wan needed a couple hits on stormtroopers
0: with his yeah well and that's that's it just like it added to her incompetence because i i did notice that i was like what the hell are you doing like yeah, You've I mean, it happened in Mando, Mandalorian
1: weapon. with Ahsoka, and she was fighting off against that lady with a Beskar spear. I was like, this this wouldn't be a fight.
0: Well, that's because Beskar... Well, I mean, that Ahsoka it can that flip. It's... She
1: can just flip
0: and right in the back. Oh, well, sure, but...
1: Yeah, sure. so, like, I was sitting there going, really, what's this with non-Force users all of a sudden putting up, you know, fights with for- Force u- users very well. Yeah. Like, this, this fight would have been over real quick. <laughs> That's fair. Even uh, yeah. with a gaping hole from a lightsaber in her side, which oh, sure. apparently is still tender after a trip through hyperspace from whatever junk planet she was on tattooing.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, how did Owen know that was
1: there? <laughs> like, I not even mention, like, Luke is apparently the kid who forgets everything, because I feel like he would remember someone busting into his house, looking for him, having to climb to the roof, run across the desert, little legs going
0: yeah well you know like taylor's told us on uh, moon night episodes our we, we do repress childhood childhood trauma sometimes so he
1: probably thought it was cool he's 10 years old
0: yeah i know well and he's not he's not scared <laughs> i yeah. was like oh god here we go luke's not scared of anything I, yeah I, I i just hated the third sister like all the work they did in two episodes to make me like her story they just completely shit on in in the end of this episode and and i you know and i knew that she was gonna get her redemption arc but it just so it, it didn't there was no payoff to that like i was so disappointed in what could have been a very cool character don't you look like you had some stuff to say about third sister
2: yeah this was this was the part of the episode i didn't really much care for either i was like mm-hmm. one like luke i hope it didn't like obviously hopefully it doesn't ruin that story of like Luke not knowing anything about anything about the galaxy until Episode Four, but yeah, the yeah. third sister. I was just, I I was thinking about this all day today. Like the third sister, I compare it to uh, Finn and Rey from the new trilogy, where it's all like these were two characters that had mm-hmm. probably the like great potential, but they're um, like Rey, she was made perfect from the beginning, she was flawless in everything she did, and. You know, that ruined her character, I think. And then Finn, they just pushed him off to the side after episode seven. They're like, you know what? We're not going to pursue that. Even though he could have been like a cool, I think he would have been a cool Jedi. And I think Rey Mm -hmm. should have turned to the dark side. So I don't know. (laughs) I see that as wasted potential. Just so that's why I compare Third Sister, like just wasted potential. They could have made her better, especially with Moses Ingram, who played the character phenomenal. It's just writing just made that character bad. Such a
0: waste. Yeah, but now we're going to get a spinoff that's going to be even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know what? Here's the thing is I thought at the end as she was sitting there like crying to Obi-Wan and I'm like, this is so weird. I was like, please give her a spinoff that's just her because this could be a very interesting character and get a different writer. Um, Because whoever wrote this was, with when it came to her, shit the bed. Um, Kyle had a good comment to you there, Alec. Did Luke
1: ever see the lightsaber? I think he did when he was climbing up the ladder because he was posted at the top waiting to see if he could stay. And mm. he's kind of watching his aunt. And then Riva comes in, uh, you know, hits her with an RKO out of nowhere. And then Luke <laughs> scampers up the the ladder, the rest of the ladder and out the door. Could I mean, be, if I I'll watch it back, he might not have – but You when just I was gave me looking. a
0: reason to go back and re- and watch it and actually You're have a looking. reason to watch for that part. Besides, I was going to watch it again anyway. But now I have a because re- I don't know. I don't remember uh, when I read Kyle's comment there. I was like, I don't think he did. I think she had it off until she was in the canyon and he was on the ground and she turned it on like she was going to kill him. But I could be wrong. I There might have been a moment when she turned it on and he was in, near the house, but I don't remember. Now and I'm going to have to pay attention. That's me nitpicking. Oh, for sure. I didn't really like this
1: For sure. So 100%, (laughs) I am looking
0: for stuff to pick at. Oh, of course. Well, and I told you guys, I think it was last time we talked about this show last week, that I I didn't want Luke to be in this other than the first two episodes where we see Obi-Wan watching him over him. Because it just bumps up too close. There's too much lore or canon that can get ruined by an accidental. Now, I know they've got their canon. People are going, well this and this and this, but I, I just don't, it wasn't necessary to have. And again, it goes back. That whole piece was not necessary. I They made it so that Vader didn't end up on Tatooine and that was enough for me. So the whole third sister thing, just, I would have been more, it would have been more interesting if she just showed up on the planet during the freaking Obi-Wan Vader fight. You know what I mean? And then they were fighting and she gets injured and you think she's dead. And she turns out she's still freaking alive. I would have been more okay with that than her going to Tatooine. But I, you know, that's just me. That redemption arc moment though. That was the mercable
1: moment right there. That's <laughs> where Obi-Wan should have worked. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for, her. I was like, here it is. She knows
0: about Luke. I was, she's too, I was hoping. she's
2: too, dangerous too dangerous to be kept alive. Absolutely. Especially because she knows of Luke.
0: Yeah, I had that same thought. I was like, dude, you can't let her go. This is it. I was like, then you go back and find Qui-Gon. Yeah, like that's, I just, I wanted him to be like, sorry, can't let you go. And just run her through right there in that (laughs) moment. I'd have been like, that's cold. But a great way to end. Just let
2: Vader live just to kill Reva for knowing Luke.
0: It would
1: would be perfect for Obi-Wan too, because Vader couldn't kill her. So this is just another one-up he's got on Vader.
0: yeah i mean seriously i that's a problem for me that's because now she knows and it's obvious she's not stable like like Mm -hmm. what what do you And to be honest who would be well (laughs) is she (laughs) fair touche that's fair yeah man it's interesting it's interesting um I did like the moment, and, and it, look, this is another fan service moment, so just shut your pie hole out. <laughs> like, but I, I loved, like... Nothing shuts my pie hole except for pie. I know. <laughs> I loved Leia, like, getting in her get-up and just being a little... Because I... Look, a lot of people hated Leia in this, and I laugh. Like, I've seen comments where she's like, she's too much. She's in it. This is a, a Leia show with Obi-Wan in it. Shut up. It is not. <laughs> okay? She was barely in half the episodes. After episode three maybe four, you could say she was in a little bit because of the, the interrogation scene. Episode five and six, she barely in this show. She spent all of five in a freaking air vent, basically. Like, <laughs> that's, she was only there to, for plot armor. Like, that was it. So to say that, that, that's just people griping about woke Disney. Okay, so that that's all that is. Shut up. Leia was great for the most part. She was a little annoying at times and unnecessary at times. But for the most part, I enjoyed having her there. But I really like she's a sassy little thing. And I loved how they tied that into her character. And I love that at the end, she's like, look, we're doing things different. Right. She's taking over at 10. And that is just what Leia would do. You know what I mean? So I I really appreciated how they treated Leia. And yes, it creates a weird dynamic (laughs) because we know that they've met and they've had a really big run in together, but I can let that go because, and I've said this in comments, I've said this to people, there was nothing that was going to pull Obi-Wan off of Tatooine besides Leia or Luke being taken off planet. And you can't do that because it ruins this poor farm boy. That's never been off Tatooine before you can't. So Leia was the only way that this show exists because there was nothing else that was going to get him off that planet. So I have no problem, but I liked her little get up and her little sassy ass at the end. That shit was funny to me.
1: Where did she get the
0: holster from?
1: This bug- that was no, that yeah. was the the spy yeah, that holster was, that blew herself up and shut the door closed. Who went back for this holster?
0: Apparently, Obi Wan. Look at you! Oh, Why well, are you nitpicking like this, <laughs> man?
1: I can't help it. But it was cool, and I yeah. I hated Leia. But 10-year-old Leia, I would have hated too. So she played this part perfectly. She was perfectly cast, perfectly written, the best Man. choice. But oh my gosh, did I hate her guts.
0: Oh, I loved it. Because Leia but was it, always one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, it matches up. Personality matches Oh, yeah, up for with, sure. With snarky, you know, episode four Leia. Yep.
0: Spoiled Absolutely. rotten princess. So I was like, I hate you, but I... I also, you know, you're you're really good. Yeah, perfect. I, it's perfection. And apparently, if I read right, and I'm not sure I did, that Luke, the the actor that plays Luke, and the actor actress that plays Leia, were actual siblings. If I read right, um, I could be wrong. I would have to go and double check on that, but I believe. Um, I hope she holds it over his head for
1: years. Oh yeah, for sure. I did all of this and (laughs) you just played around in the
0: sand. I love it. I love it. Um, All right, so let's talk those those, uh, cameos. How do you guys feel about those? I know I've said what I thought of them so what do you guys think?
2: I guess I'll go first. I'm assuming we're talking about Palpatine was Vader and then obviously the big one of Liam Neeson yeah. Coming back as Quiagon, which I was hoping for.
0: Yeah, it's always good to see Ian McDermott. And then, yeah, Liam mm-hmm. Neeson, thank goodness. Oh,
2: yeah. I, I I guess the the Palpatine one wasn't that big of a cameo just because we know he's alive at the time. We know he's always in contact with Vader. So I didn't really, like, I wasn't, like, as shocked as with that one. But sure. it was cool to see Ian McDermott, obviously. Um, but Liam Neeson, like... Once I saw like the blue ghost for me, I was like getting on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh, is it happening? happening?" (laughs) Sure enough. But yeah, I was I was really happy for it because this is what I wanted. And if they do a season two, that's what I want. I want Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor just doing the training. I think that'd be really cool to do that.
0: I agree. I think that would be really cool. What about you, Alec? You going to shit on that, too? well it's fan service
1: it's fan service (laughs) ian mcdermott just keeps getting younger i swear Um,
0: yeah even with the makeup that makes him look older he
1: looks younger all the time this dude just anti-aging like a boss yeah um i enjoyed that because he's like all he's doing is just driving vader further and further down the darkness and even though Vader's pretty much convinced after his fight with Obi-Wan that Anakin is no longer there. Um, like, you still have Palpatine constantly reminding him of that fact. Like, yep. oh, are you sure you don't have any feelings for Obi-Wan? Are you sure? Are you really sure? Are you really, really, really sure? Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that one. And then I really liked Qui-Gon. I just wished it happened sooner. If I could write this show, I would have had Qui-Gon show up in the first episode with Obi-Wan. Have Obi-Wan spend his time on Tatooine hunting bounty hunters who found out about Luke. Uh, huh. Because apparently anybody knows, because, you know, Reva oh, cannot keep a secret. Um, <laughs> have him just bop bounty hunters and the entire time getting coaching from Qui-Gon. Mm. And then the thing that pulls him off, World, is Bail Organa, Um, but it's a trap set by Vader. Huh.
0: Interesting, interesting.
1: I would have like, let's go, let's do it. Yeah, no. And I'm, Qui-Gon I'm, being what got him off world.
0: I'm kind of like you. I would have liked to have seen him earlier, but I think what I would have liked, but now that I've seen the whole series, I think what I would have liked to have seen is you. we as an audience see Qui-Gon. And then in those moments where Obi-Wan was trying to talk to him, we see that he's there, but there's a disconnect with where Obi-Wan is in his own progression. Right. So I think that would have been an interesting C um, to kind of really tie it home and, and really kind of be like, dude. And then it would have really kind of lent credence to where we were headed for the rest of the season. And so that would have been, but I like that idea of, of having it, but I'm with you, Don. I want to see that next season too, but I also want to see one. I liked how saucy that friggin' Qui-Gon was like, just busting his ass, which is what he did. Right. But I also liked, yeah, he took you long (laughs) enough, but like it was so, but I do, I want to see it. I would love to see a next season where Qui-Gon's more involved, but I want, I want it to be a comparison of here's what you need to know and let go of what you, you, you started to do that. Right. And here's some lovely teaching from, from Qui-Gon, but have that comparative to the lessons that he's learned based on the the mistakes that he made with, with Anakin, because I, that was the other thing that something was pointed out online. And I wish I knew who it was, but I was watching a video and it popped up about episode five, where you see that duel going on at the same time, right? Between Anakin and Obi-Wan back in the day. And you watch the way that he was training Anakin. And it really gave two things that line in episode, uh, five of the well that's episode two attack of the clones where he's like and or obi-wan's holding me back like if you look at it from that perspective because that little duel would have happened prior to episode two because we know he loses his arm in episode two and he had both arms in that duel so when you look at that 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 comment makes more sense and the other thing that makes sense is it's not great training he just belittles him at the end of it, right? And we know that that's not good at An- for Anakin. Anakin needs to be coddled and, and he needs to be praised and he needs a different kind of coaching. So it was in that moment that he was learning those lessons and I'd love to see that, that juxtaposition of here's the new learning and the things you have to look at things differently from a training perspective and then because he's got to be ready to train Luke, right? So I would love that in a season two. A lot of people would probably find that very boring though. So there would probably need to be some sort of mission in the middle of that but I could watch them just training and interacting the whole season and be happy. So, all right, we talked a lot. Uh, Let's give our final thoughts um, on the whole, not just episode six, but the whole series, all six episodes up to this point. Uh, We'll start with you, Dalton. You have never made you go first in anything. So you're going first, buddy. Actually, you made me go first on the, I they
2: it was first last time. Shh. You've never yeah, been yeah. first on anything. Never been first. I know. I made. Mean, I'm just busting your head. Uh, well, I'm disappointed that Third Sister didn't get murked. Uh, that was my big prediction, and it went south. <laughs> oh, I feel no. like it probably, I think it would have made it more poetic for Third sister story if she died right there. But I agree. Uh, or at least lost her that,
0: right arm. I thought that, too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that would have been that would have been funny if obi-wan cut half her body off but she survived like maul that would have been yeah no shit (laughs) that would be great obi-wan all of obi-wan knows how to cut people up but doesn't know how to kill them yeah (laughs) it's time to get a new move (laughs) (laughs) time to get a new move uh okay so but this um this this episode in particular i loved it i think the battle between vader and obi-wan was beautiful i think it was poetic and just the callbacks to their lines of I will try or, and you will die then. I thought thought that was beautiful. And then him saying hello there at the end to Luke was just hearing that. Hello there. Oh, perfect. Um, the whole show in general, I think, I think it was good. I, I mean, with star Wars ever since the prequels, there's always been issues of retconning and plot holes. And this show is no different, but overall, I think the story itself was good. And, you know if they do a season two great if they do a if this was just a limited series i think that's also great so overall i think it was a good show i'd love to see obi-wan kenobi one of my favorite star wars characters so i won't complain love it i love Alex. the fan service by the way i yes. love the fan service
1: I'm going to complain a whole lot. Yeah, I know. With all know. the fan service in this show, and especially in this episode, <laughs> where was the snarky, now I have the high ground comment after Vader earthbended the ground you know, open and Obi-Wan fell down.
0: Where I was did that want that. Sir- I, when they were kind of standing there, I was waiting for it. Like when he was yeah. standing at the top of that Where's pit. your high ground now, you punk? Bef- yeah, before he started piling all the rocks, I was waiting for the it's over. I have the high ground, and then just dropping rocks. And where's that
1: good. fan service? God. Yeah. That was, um. Yeah. So show overall, it was it was okay. I'm gonna leave it the middle <laughs> of the road, two and a half out of five. Um. And, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna blame Disney again because these these mothers wa- got me to want a second season just because of Qui Gon. <laughs> They know what they're doing, dude. Cliffhanger from the freaking gods. Yeah, so I want a second season just because it's Qui-Gon, and I love Qui-Gon, and Mm -hmm. I hate myself for it. I'll watch a second season. I'll do it no matter how much I hate it this season. Um, And hate's a strong word. (laughs) It's a little rough. I hated moments, lots of moments in this season. There you go. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I was waiting around to watch Disney. Um, so yeah I'd go right in the middle of the road 2.5 it's, it's, right. it's always nice to have Star Wars content Yes, regardless of how much they screw it up
0: yes it is you know that's a Star Wars staple though because let's be honest look the guy that created the series George Lucas let's talk about George Lucas the man yeah, well, is you, can, genius. you can mess up the stuff you create I do it all the time No, sure. But look, this guy is a genius storyteller, but he understands he's not a director and he's also not a a, a script or a screenwriter. He's not a script writer. He writes stories. That's it. And he's great at that. But that's why he that's why after the initial the success of the of episode four, he found other directors and writers like he didn't. He wrote the outline and then they wrote the, the dialogue because he knows that about himself. That's why the prequels, dude, episode two. Man, that's some of the worst dialogue in Hollywood. Period. Who's it's this in dialogue? They're all looking dude. at Natalie Portman. Well, so was I. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's cringe the dialogue. No, like, and especially job. those two together. Like, he's like this creepy, and she's like a I won't say the word because YouTube will get me, but it's bad. Like, she's like eight years older than this dude. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is there's always problems with Star Wars, and this show's no different. There's weird choices that were made um and i'm with you i blame i don't i'm gonna go even more specific i still blame pablo freaking hidalgo and i blame kathleen kennedy those two drive me crazy i don't think any show should be made in star wars ever again unless the the mandalorian perfect dave filoni and john favreau are involved because nothing that they make has really sucked. Okay, Boba Fett was a little weird and had some very cringe moments, too, but that's because they weren't full-on involved. They just directed some episodes. These guys should be yay or naying everything that gets made because Dave Filoni has the most full understanding of the Star Wars universe outside of probably George Lucas himself, and John Favreau just makes good stuff. Like, we know that about him. So, anyway, there's my rant for the day. Now... I enjoyed the hell out of this show. I but I love everything Star Wars, so my opinion is always going to be very biased towards Star Wars. It's not perfect, but I loved every moment of it, and I hope that they make a season two because I want to see more. I want to even if it's just you and McGregor, I want to see more you and McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi. It'd be I, a
1: much better show if it was just him and Liam Neeson sitting in a cave building his house.
0: That's fair too. I'm okay with I that as well. It i'd watch it because it starts with star wars um yeah there it is so what do you got about that? oh
2: uh, i didn't want to interrupt but it no, could be not. like a sitcom show just only one and liam nelson <laughs> just a just a sitcom show then messing around in the cave.
1: <laughs> we should do the next star wars season yep
0: i'm with you yeah. i'm with I it. Know,
2: i know we were just all over john favreau and Oh, why can't I think of his name? He's hey, like Filoni. a god, and I can't think of hey, hey, Dave Filoni. Hey. Yeah, uh, he, he's a genius. he just to show you how much of a genius he is. He made sure that Anakin and General Grievous never met in Clone Wars in order to save the line in Episode Three that they never met. Yep. So like, that's you, okay, I'll
0: take it a step further, Dalton. Have you ever seen the video where he's in the dirt where they did they talked? The Mandalorian directors were all sitting around a table uh, from the first season. -hmm. And they asked about the duel of the fates. So when Maul was dueling, uh, or Qui Gon and An Obi Wan, and if you haven't, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna try to paraphrase it. But it is the most genius seven minutes of dialogue about Star Wars I've ever seen. Completely changed how I view Episode One. Mm -hmm. Um, Episode Two has always been my least favorite Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm until the sequels now there's one that's on par with it but and it's not the one everybody would think it is but episode one was not far behind i used to not really love it but after hearing him say that and what that duel meant and why it was called duel of the fates holy shit like it'll melt your brain you can watch (laughs) it on disney plus it's like some it's a series of uh behind the scenes for the mandalorian i don't even remember what it's called but it's on disney plus and it, like i said he's sitting around you can youtube it as well just john dave filoni tool of the fates and it'll it'll pop up but you should watch it it's it's crazy cool um i love that guy he's a genius he knows more star wars than anybody all right there it is there's our opinions. We've talked really long on this episode. Mattson would be losing his mind. So he's on a plane. So I don't care. <laughs> he's on a jet plane. He doesn't yeah, he's know. On a, Can't hurt him. Exactly. No. <laughs> he, he's going to get on YouTube and see 40 some odd minutes and go, geez, guys. So anyway, there it is. Uh, Dalton, we appreciate you joining
2: us, my friend. Tell everybody where they can find you so they can go check out your content. Uh, yeah. So I'm on TikTok at Dalton W. Bieber. So if you're watching video, like if you're watching a live stream right now, or you're watching back on YouTube, it's this with a W in the middle. So, and yeah, right there. Yep. Boom. There you go. And I'll be posting more soon. I promise. I've been slacking. I procrastinate. And plus, I'm a manager. So I have manager stuff to do. But I'll be back soon. I'm planning on finally starting my fun finishes that I've been saying for like weeks now. So I'm planning to do that. I promise.
0: Love it. Love it. All right. Yeah. For us, man, you can find us all over social I media. Let me do it. Well, well, alec tell everybody where Hi, find time is. shoot i forgot my line
1: what is it jj <laughs> no you can find us wherever good podcasts can be found stitcher gana spotify just to name a few uh also follow us on our website uh what's our where you can listen to past episodes there it is at the bottom go ahead and click on there you can find our great content on there we're also on tiktok um, I am way cooler than Dalton and post every day, but not nearly <laughs> as popular. So uh fix that. Go ahead and hit that plus and follow us for daily content where I roast uh Dan mattson on the on the um, regular. <laughs> can't roast Dalton because I think his mom follows us, and you know. And
2: I, want to to- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's on TikTok, so I think you're safe oh so she'll sweet to with you anyway
1: <laughs> but uh facebook as well twitter all that good social stuff we
0: post pretty frequently so come check us out yeah for sure um also tune in for our episodes that are coming up we got some big movies coming up poor alec is uh, getting ready to go watch a, sk- a horror movie the black phone which is like i'm so excited i i can't wait to get the mad texts after the movie's over tonight because i know he's gonna text me and be like i hate you and that's okay because I will laugh um, We all are, are also So on Tuesday, this episode will come If you're watching live, great, we appreciate that We will be releasing it for our YouTube or our Podcast tomorrow on Friday uh, June 24th You can check out our Miss Marvel episode uh, Next Tuesday So that'll be episode 3 of that show um, So we're covering that one as well Sad this show's over But uh, we'll find some more TV We got uh, Stranger Things We got The Boys We got a lot of stuff coming we're going to cover as many of these Star Wars and and uh, Marvel shows as we can. So keep watching for our lives to be coming out. We'll post. Usually we do them on Thursdays, but we'll see. It depends on release schedules. So thanks for tuning in. As always, we appreciate it. We'll catch you on the next one. I, this is weird. There's nothing Bye. in between. Yeah, they're <laughs> cinematic out.